show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Art of Relationships show. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. It's been a rough week. <coughs> I'm human, people. Um, yeah, it's been a rough week. Hopefully, everybody's doing okay. Going to talk about, of course, toxic relationships and what what are they? What is it? Okay. And it's very subjective. Okay. You're going to have a lot of professionals out there. You're going to have a lot of people talk about toxic relationships. You know what? They're physically, they're emotionally, you know, abusive, that type of situation. Yeah, that entails it. But are there other aspects about toxic relationships that sort of mingle together? And, you know, what if you don't fight? What if you don't argue? But there's no affection, okay? There's no closeness. There's no emotional sharing. There's no, eh, you know what? Chemistry. You're living as roommates and you don't even talk that much. There's no hugging, no kissing. You don't even talk to each other. You might say, oh, good morning, good night. That's about it. There's no other sharing. Would that be considered toxic for you? For me, yes, it would be. Um, so there, it's very subjective. And I'm going to read off a... Uh, a post because I posted this um, earlier in the week, I believe, uh, about toxic relationships. And one aspect, um, mention it, okay? Toxic, been summed up, you know, to this one individual as a love hate relationship. This individual mentioned, I was involved in one for 10 years, a long time, okay? You guys, you know, you guys, you know, aren't good for each other, but you still battle with each other. You still deal with each other and you're wondering why, okay? It involves a lot of unhealthy arguments, poor communication, emotional, verbal, or physical abuse, okay? And also mentions about addictions as well to the post, okay? One, another individual mentioned about toxic relationships is something that stymies or hinders your growth or your self-esteem, self-worth. I love that. Now, you know what? People that keep stagnant, that there's no depth, there's no growing, no evolving together, would you view that as a toxic situation? Absolutely, right? Again, it's very subjective. Some people, you know what, might deem it as it's okay to be in that situation based on religious beliefs, cultural practices, and there's a lot of things to take into what is a toxic relationship. You have a lot of people, especially in Metro De Detroit, area it's a melting pot for a lot of different cultures a lot of different religions so you know who deems toxicity or you know the depth of toxicity in a relationship is it the couple at hand is it one individual or who is it i think it needs to be an individual basis okay because you have one say you know what we'll throw guys under the bus here say it's a guy that's very abusive physically abusive to his girlfriend or wife and he, oh, that's just normal. If you wouldn't make me mad, and, you know, that's a cultural thing. You know what? That's okay. It's supposed to be expected. Well, to me, I'm going to say that's very toxic, okay? So to one person, him, oh, that happens all the time. It needs to be excused and forgiven, even if it happens over and over again. And the woman in the situation, she could deem it as toxic and get the heck out of that situation. So it's very, very crucial to understand Toxicity in a relationship is very subjective. One person could think the relationship is fine. Eh, it's not terrible. 
but the other person could view it's toxic. It's when it's toxic for you as an individual, then you have to do something about it. Seek help, seek professional help, or maybe you need to be able to move on if it can't be fixed. If the other individual is unable to grow, evolve, or, you know what, to stop their bad habits, stop their abuse, emotional, verbal, that type of aspect. And as always, people, please chime in down below, okay? I'll put a, uh, a little hello, uh, welcome down below the chat. Please chime in. You know what? And what your view is on, you know what, looking at a health, uh, toxic relationship, okay? And it's not a simple assessment, if you will, okay? A lot of people come into my office and they want me to decide for them if they should stay together or should not stay together. And I tell people that tends to be a very biased judgment, if you will. And I'll tell people if there is chronic domestic violence, I'm going to take a different stance on it. I want people to be brave enough and to be confident enough to decide for themselves, this is not working for me. Hey, Alana, welcome. Um, you know, this relationship is not working for me. You know what? Um, I'm dead in it. I feel dead inside. I feel, you know what, that I'm not growing. I'm stymied. I feel like I can't be myself. These are all definitions as well of, you know what, being in a toxic situation or toxic relationship. And not only, you know, toxic romantic relationships. How many people maintain toxicity in a relationship that involves family, that involves friends? And a lot of people, again, culture, society, religious, they're your family, right? You're supposed to be okay with it. You're supposed to allow it, turn the other cheek type of thing. So I, I'm a firm believer that toxicity can cut across any type of relationship, okay? It could be a coworker. It could be, you know, definitely what I'm dealing with, you know, romantic relationship or what I help couples deal with, I should say, romantic relationships, they could be sibling, they could be familial or family relationships can all be toxic. And if there is constant, you know, manipulation that one person is being used, taken for granted, that they don't feel good about themselves in that situation, that is not a healthy situation. And I'm not talking about it is not everybody's job to make you feel better about yourself. You know what? That's not what I'm talking about. You need to be able to find happiness from within you. And let's face it, that's the definition of self-esteem. It comes from the self within to be able to look at, you know what? I'm a good person. I don't deserve to be treated this way. And if they don't stop change or whatever, then we could deem it, you know, as toxic for me or unhealthy. Now, is there a difference between toxic and being Eh, you know what? Being unhealthy. Hey, Angela, welcome. I appreciate you joining, showing up. Um, now, you know, this could be very subjective. It's one of those things that, you know, the difference, let's face it, difference between, you know, it's bad and it's terrible. You know what? It's terrible and it's horrific. It's very subjective, okay? We can use the word interchange it for toxic, for unhealthy situation. And we can get at, you know, the aspects about what is you know, damaging to you. And I love to take one follower uh, mentioned, you know, days ago that it is one that sort of rips apart your sense of self, that it cuts across the essence of who you are. We can deem that as being unhealthy or maybe toxic for you. And let's face it, you know what, if your partner wants you in a unhealthy situation for their benefit, 
that's not a healthy situation that's toxic for you hey Paul welcome um, so you look at the situation to where you know what if that individual doesn't care about your happiness and doesn't care if you are you know what miserable or on you know that you're unhappy in a relationship it's all about them then you know what that tells you you're in an unhealthy a toxic situation and it's a lot easier to define toxicity when there's physical abuse emotional verbal abuse and it's ongoing that type of situation absolutely it gets more complicated in situations like I mentioned at the beginning of the show what if you're in a relationship and it's dead okay you don't feel alive inside you don't feel any passion you don't feel any you know comfort for one another you don't feel any connection and it it's you know just dead and I'm all about people trying to work on situations to work on problems in a relationship of course that's what I do okay but I know that not let me rephrase that not every relationship or marriage can be saved or should be saved okay and that is deemed up to each individual I don't want people to walk away with regrets oh I wish I would have done this I could have done this differently I could have been better at communicating better at empathy compassion I'm all about people doing that but I'm also never gonna promote somebody staying in a toxic unhealthy a dead relationship if two people are at odds you know different you know opposites of the spectrum if you will you know one is a couch potato one wants to be out every night of the week now if neither one of them care about that and they both love each other that's cool again you do not allow people to dictate you know what is toxic what is unhealthy to you but I also don't want you to be um, naive I don't want you to you know put your head in the sand and look at ignore toxic tendencies in your relationship there's couples I can tell you that I've worked with over the years that <clears throat> Greg I can understand why he was mad and why he hit me I had dinner on the table I, I had dinner he works hard I was five five six minutes late putting dinner on the table so I understand why he was mad you get me this is a true story people I, I don't make this up and I work with this stuff on and off and I have for years <clears throat> being able to look at you know that she believes and trying to justify her partner's anger that he hits her, push all this stuff because dinner is five minutes late on the table. Are you kidding me? And that's what I mean about putting your head in the sand to be able to do a, let's face it, a reality check. And you know what? Why am I allowing myself to get treated like this? And again, you know, unhealthy or toxicity is, you know what? Does your partner care about how you feel? Not only that, if they don't care, do you care about how you feel and what is not working for you? And let's face it, unhealthy and toxicity in a relationship can be covered up. It can be ignored. It can be pushed aside because, right, your fear of being lonely, your fear of, you know what, maybe not making it out there financially on your own. You have no help. Maybe you're afraid of embarrassment that the relationship <clears throat> failed. I don't use the word failed, okay? I use the word it didn't work out. You need two people working basically together, not 100%, but working together and showing each other compassion, empathy, you know, care, concern for one another. And of course, I'm all about chemistry and connection, that type of aspect, okay? And you need to, you know, 
do a reality check, like I said. Why are you allowing a toxic relationship and what is causing you to ignore it? You know, verbal abuse. Like I said, these are easy to go after, right? Emotional, verbal abuse, physical abuse. But I'm also talking about ones where maybe there's not a lot of yelling and screaming. That it's just dead inside. There's no communication. There's no connection. There's no chemistry. No passion. No love shared between each other. But you don't argue, right? You just, you know, pass each other as ships in the night, as the old saying goes, right? That, to me, is unhealthy and toxic as well. And what is creating you to stay in that? And a lot of people will, but Greg, I have kids. We have kids. I understand that. And my question to you is, would you want your kids to have the same type of relationship or marriage that you have now. Oh, hell no, Greg. We, I'd never want that for my kids, my daughter, my, my son, that type of thing. So what are you showing them, right? It's not what you tell them. It's what you're showing your kids, what a relationship you know, needs to be. Nothing's perfect, okay? But are you teaching your sons, your daughter, that it's okay to be in an unhealthy, a toxic situation? If, you know what? You get help. I'm all about that. That's what I do for a living, okay? I, my passion is helping people try to have a healthy relationship that they've always craved and wanted, realizing nothing is perfect. But looking at what does toxicity and unhealthy relationship, it affects you as a person big time. It wreaks havoc on your self-esteem, your self-worth, right? Maybe, oh, maybe I deserve this. How many people are in that situation, right? Well, I can't get better. Maybe I deserve this. Or you justified nothing. Nothing's perfect, so you need to be okay being in an unhealthy, a dead, or a toxic relationship. Hell no. I'm telling you, no, okay? And it's not easy. I get it. It's not easy. It's scary. It's maybe petrifying to a lot of people realizing what I'm going to do. I have no money. I have no job. What do I do with the kids? That type of thing. I'm not saying it's easy. You need to look at what would make that relationship less toxic or let's face it not toxic at all and what would make it a lot healthier than being unhealthy and if you're not willing to work together or you have totally two different perspectives of life you know what it's going to wreak havoc on your kids it's going to wreak havoc on yourself so do an assessment you know what what you deem as toxic or unhealthy in a relationship okay write them out simple right Write out what is toxic to you, what is unhealthy to you, that there's no love, no passion, no connection, and you can get at constant arguing, okay? You're going to argue once in a while. That's a relationship. I hate to tell people that, but that's a reality. You know what? How do you reach for each other? How do you try to repair those aspects? That's important. But make a list. What is toxic for you? No sex. Maybe that's toxic for you. Maybe that's unhealthy for you. Get me? So look at, even define, you know what? Write a list, column, unhealthy, and then toxic, you know, write two different lists. And try to, you know what, establish what is unhealthy, what is toxic for you. And not only that, what is causing you to be stuck and staying in that situation? Is it fear? Is it insecurities? Let's be real. These are real. I don't ever judge how people feel. The realities, financial situations, right? Well, 
you know what, can you do something about that? Can you get a job? Can you, you know, do something different to be out of that situation? And we know severe toxic situations where, you know, there's physical, verbal abuse ongoing on a daily, on a weekly basis that, you know what, that needs, <coughs> um, and you're trapped. And it's very, very difficult. And that's where I tell people, you need to reach out to, you know what, women's shelters, there's men's shelters, there's organizations for men who are abused too in unhealthy situation. And it's very, very embarrassing for a lot of men to admit, yeah, my wife beats the crap out of me on a daily, on a weekly basis. There's a lot more men than people realize out there that are in toxic, abusive situations as well. And they are not the abusers. Hey, Samina, um, what about unresolved anger from the past that someone brings to the relationship that is a big 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 thing okay um that's a big question now are you looking at unresolved anger caused from your relationship from the past or is it caused from a prior relationship say somebody got cheated on before they were with you okay or you know they were in an abusive relationship before they were with you and then what happens they bring that baggage in to that relationship so I look at you know there's two different components if you will if that anger is caused by you two you know unresolved issues I want to look at number one you know what happened what you know what the anger where's it coming from what caused it was it a betrayal and let's face it usually it's caused by a betrayal of some sort being lied to being cheated on being uh, disrespected whatever it is not being a priority so I want to look at what that anger is coming from and then I want to be able to look at you know what was there genuine remorse and guilt you know shown for those actions because usually if it is caused that anger is based on the two individuals say in my office that is caused between them I'm going back and looking at those things you know what caused it was there genuine remorse and guilt and was it really healed big time or are there other triggers that are very similar to that betrayal that happen again that is not allowing that to heal? So that's what I'm looking at. Now, oh, okay, you just said it. From his past, his ex-wife, his dad, all before me. You know what? I'm sorry. I don't want anybody to be the damn it doll. I call it the damn it doll. You know what? Or, you know what? To take on the hurt, the pain, the anger from your partner that was created not by you. That's not fair. It's not up to us to heal our past partner's trauma, pain, hurt. We can be supportive, absolutely. We can you know, be supportive to each other's traumas and everything. But you look at, if that individual is not willing to get help and look at what they're doing to bring that anger into the new relationship, my question is, why are you allowing that person? We can be understanding. I get it. He, you know, they were traumatized as kids. I, I used to work with kids, you know, that were raped, sexually abused. I mean, I could tell you horrific stories of physical abuse that kids I worked with in the past. And I get that anger and that trauma or access, right? Um, Ex-husbands, ex-wife, girl that were just treated like crap. But that doesn't mean that they have a right to treat you like crap because of that. That's not fair to you. But you look at, you know what, can you get help? What is going on? Can you maybe opening up, you know, about the pain, about feeling helpless, is that where that anger is coming from? And get them to open up, and I'm all about that. But it comes down to the situation, too, if they're not willing to do it. 
you know what? Do you say, you know what, you can do whatever you want to do. I suggest maybe you talking to a therapist, a counselor near you, talk to Greg, whatever. And you know what, to get that help, we can't force them. But then it comes down to what do you do with that situation? If they don't get help, can you say, you know what, you can do whatever you want to do. Remember I said, I say this on a lot of episodes, I'm not huge on ultimatums for other people. They don't work, okay? But you can give yourself an ultimatum and look at, you know what? I'm going to tell you what I'm, I'm not going to be in this unhealthy, this toxic situation where you're anger and everything and I have to be okay with that. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to get help. You don't have to, you know, look at that or try to control the anger and look at what's coming, what's going on with that. And is it depression? You know, a lot of um, depressive symptoms, a lot of people don't look at it, but they can be manifested in anger. And people, and they tend to miss that. Oh, it's anger. It's intermittent explosive disorder. You know, yo, you got anger issues, and it actually could be depression um, build up over the years, or you know, maybe childhood depression. And a lot of people, it comes out in anger. And people, even per, a lot of professionals, don't look at that. That anger can be, you know, what can be the surface. It can be the you know emotional expression of depression that type of aspect too but regardless okay if they're not willing to get the help you can say you know what I'm not going to be in a situation where there's a lot of anger where there's a lot of unhealthy aspect where I get treated this way you can do whatever you want but I'm telling you what I'm going to do it's not an ultimatum for that other person your partner it's an ultimatum for you to say, you know what, I'm going to be in a healthy situation. I'm not going to be in a toxic relationship or marriage. I'm not saying it's easy. I make it sound easy. Not at all. But then you have to follow through with it. Again, it's about holding yourself accountable, giving yourself that ultimatum. Because ultimatums for other people, they don't work. I'm being honest with you, okay? It's very rare. But then you have to take actions. You know what? Do you move out if you have friends, if you have family members that you can stay with? And you know what? Not that you have to file divorce or anything like that, but it might trigger that person. You know what? Damn, I'm going to finally get help. I don't want to lose my family, my husband, my wife, whatever it is. Or if they're not willing to, you need to look at yourself. And you know what? Do you deserve to be in an unhealthy, a toxic, uh, you know, constant anger angry environment all the time. I'm telling you, I wouldn't. It's not easy, okay? And one thing about me personally, I hate hurting people. I don't like it. it, it it's very, very difficult. I don't want to hurt people. But I also am not going to allow people to disrespect me and to be in a toxic relationship either. And that, it's difficult. I'm being honest with you. Um, it's very difficult for me, you know, the balance, you know, that self-respect versus hurting somebody, especially if they're, you know, a good person, that type of thing. But I also don't want to be in a dead, um, toxic, unhealthy situation, okay? So it's not easy. So that would be my advice. You know what? I want you to get help, seek help, seek counseling, whatever it is to work on, because I can't handle it anymore. I don't deserve to be treated this way and be the sounding board or be, you know, like I say, the damn it doll for your past and you're taking all that out on me. It's not healthy, okay? It's one of those old sayings and I think everybody can relate to it. You know what? People tend to take out their crap, their shit on the people they're closest to. You get me? 
Don't ask me why. It's just maybe they feel comfortable. We feel comfortable. That that doesn't mean we have to allow it. Oh, yeah, we understand. We take our stuff out on the people we're closest to. That doesn't mean we have to tolerate it or allow it. I'm all about self-love and self-respect, as a lot of people mention, okay? Hey, Cynthia. Uh, hello. <laughs> so hopefully this helps, you know, trying to define and give you some insights about how to handle, you know, toxic relationships. Make that list, you know, what's unhealthy to you, what's toxic to you. If there are two different things, you know, unhealthy versus toxic as far as two different extremes or different levels of extreme, or if you look at them all as the same, or maybe does unhealthy, if it's, you know, stays unhealthy, does it become toxic down the road even though the behaviors haven't changed? The only thing that changed is your tolerance for it or the time frame. You get me? So write that list out and be able to go after, you know, what can we do? If it is unhealthy, what are we doing as a couple to get help, to seek help? Now, if your partner is unwilling or maybe that you two are oil and water together and you can be, you know, that oil and water uh you know, proverbial statement, if you will, that, you know what, you could be together 20 years and still be oil and water or become oil and water when you want different things. You know, is it a failure? It's not a failure if it doesn't work out. It just means it didn't work out. There's a huge saying about, you know, the family dynamic. There's a big difference between disorganization versus a reorganization of the dynamics of the situation, okay? So please, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I appreciate everybody, their comments below. Thank you so much, people. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, and please, you know what? Get a hold of me. I'm always looking for topics, suggestions for the show. Please, please, private message me them. Frickin' throw them underneath my videos, timeline, my posts. Hey, Greg, can you talk about this? Can you run this by? You know what? And if you want to be private, I get it. I respect your privacy. Private message me, okay? I want to help as many people out there try to have the healthiest relationship, you know what, that they can have, the relationship they've always craved and wanted. Nothing's perfect, but also, you know what, to have that same relationship with themselves that promotes self-love and self-respect okay peace everybody again my website theartofrelationships.org